Together Daily Podcast, a ministry of the Kerwin Baptist Church in Kernersville, North Carolina. Our prayer is that through these daily devotions, we can believe together, even when we can't be together. Please join us for a brief devotion Monday through Friday as we strive to continue daily with one accord, as the first church did in Acts chapter 2. Now, here is our pastor, Daniel Hawtrey, with our devotion today. Welcome to Believing Together. We appreciate you so much joining us for our podcast today. My name is Frank Newsom. I am the youth pastor here at Kerwin Baptist Church, and it is my honor and privilege um, to be able to open the Word of God with you uh, today. And, and what we're going to be talking about today is the idea of God being the potter. And uh, we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter number 18 here in just a few moments. We'll read a couple other verses also, but our main point will be in Jeremiah chapter number 18. And uh, what I'm doing today is, is kind of an excerpt from a message I did with our teenagers. This is just a small portion of the message, and, and I wanted to share it with you because it did resonate with me and it's been powerful for me. But uh, I don't know if you've ever uh, watched an artist work before, uh, watched an artist take a blank canvas and, and paint something incredible and paint something beautiful on that canvas. And, uh, but it's really kind of kind of awesome and, and cool to watch. You know, we were in Gatlinburg a few years ago, and you know, you can walk into some of the shops there in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, and you can see them making fudge, and you can see them making um, saltwater taffy and, and, and things like that. And uh, we walked into one of those shops, and there was um, a man there, and he was um, a glass blower, and he was making glass. And it was just incredible to watch him take uh, that little piece of insignificant-looking, just molten kind of glass and turn it into something really amazing. It was really just kind of mesmerizing to sit there and watch it. And, um, you know, in God's Word, He uses this imagery of Him being the creator and us being the creation, uh, us being the potter and Him being the clay. And He uses that um, throughout the Word of God and, and, and teaches us that. And, and you say, well, what is, the, what is the purpose of that? Why does God do that? And I think one of the reasons, I'm sure there are many, but one of the reasons I believe God does that is to teach us and to show us that you and I are an ongoing process. Um, he is every day wanting to shape us and mold us into something for His use. And, uh, you know, he, we, we all know the old kids song that we'd sing in junior church, He's Still Working on Me. Now, it's got kind of a, you know, a kid message to it. Uh, but there's some profound things in there also. We think about that line. It, just, it took him just a week to make the moon and the stars. You think about that for a second. It took God just a week to make all of creation, to create everything. But it says in that song, but he's still working on me. Now, I guess we could probably take that in a negative sense and say, well, we just aren't as compliant as God's other creations. But I, I think it teaches us that every single day God desires to shape us and, and to mold us and so I want to read you this verse in Ephesians chapter number 2, verse number 10. And uh, Paul here writes, he says, For we are his workmanship. What does that word workmanship mean? Um, it doesn't mean that just God works on us. It, it literally translates into his great work or his great work of art. Uh, you and I are his work of art. And he created us with a purpose and a plan. You say, well, what is that plan? Well, I don't know everyone's specific plan, but I do know in this verse it does say we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto something. And he says that we are created in Christ Jesus unto good works. 
And God isn't creating us so that we can just be on display, so people can look at us and say, "Oh, wow, what a what a great creation they are," and 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 wow, what a what an awesome creation that person is. God is creating us unto good work so that we will uh, reflect His Son, so that we will um, be a reflection of of God Himself. And it says that He created us unto good works. Um, meaning that God wants us to serve Him. God wants us to work for Him. God wants us to be useful to Him, much like a, a potter making something out of clay. He wants that to not just be a beautiful piece of art, but He wants it to be useful. Um, you know, what good is a is a beautiful uh, mug if it doesn't hold coffee in it? Uh, it's, it's it's useless. And so God wants us to be useful, and God's molding each and every one of us into that. But a lot of times we're our own worst enemies. I don't, I don't know everything in your story, but I know that there are things in my story, in my past, and, and even in my present, and I'm sure in my future as well, that, that I'm ashamed of, that I wish I, I hadn't done or I wish I hadn't said. You know, I struggle sometimes Um because there are moments where I wonder, well, man, how many how many times can I keep going back to God to apologize for the same sin over and over and over again? How many times can I go to God before God throws in the towel and just says, I'm, I'm done. That's too far. I, I can't forgive you for that. You know, that's, that's one time too many. But, you know, our imperfect nature, because we are human, we, we find it hard to understand and to wrap our minds around um, God's love for us. Because of our imperfect nature, because we're human, we find it hard to understand God's forgiveness because every single one of us has limits. Every single one of us has things in our lives, these lines that you don't cross. If you cross this line, I'm done. I'm finished. I throw in the towel. I don't want anything to do with this anymore. And we all get to that point, but because we're human, we don't understand a love and a forgiveness that does not have any bounds. And that's what makes this next um, couple of verses so beautiful in Jeremiah chapter number 18. I want to read these verses to you. Jeremiah chapter 18, look at verse number 2 with me. Jeremiah writes, Arise, go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Verse number 3, Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. So here in this verse, Jeremiah says, God spoke to me. God told me, he said, Hey, Jeremiah, I, I want to teach you a lesson. I want to give you an illustration, and I want to teach you something so that you can be able to go and teach my people this. And so he says, what I want you to do is I want you to, to pack up your things. I want you to make a trip down to the potter's house. And verse number four, or excuse me, verse number three says, Jeremiah packed up his stuff, and he went. He did exactly what God asked him to do. And, and just so happened, look at it. It says, behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. Just by coincidence, I'm sure. <laughs> Of course, we don't believe in coincidences. God had all this planned out. As Jeremiah walked in, says, Behold, there was a, a potter there, and he just so happened to be working on a piece of clay. Let's see what Jeremiah saw. Verse number 4, And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. And, and so what this word marred means is there was some imperfection there. There was some impurity there. There was something wrong with the clay. It wouldn't form. It wouldn't do what the potter asked it to do. It was being stubborn, if you want to call it that. And so look what it says. It says, so he made it again another vessel. The, the, the clay was marred in the hand of the potter, and so he says he made it again into another vessel. I seemed good to the potter to make it. 
you know, this potter here, he could have very easily thrown this clay away. He could have thrown it to the side. He could have put it in the, in the trash. But it says here that he didn't do that. He didn't give up on this. He continued to work and continued to uh, create and, and add things and, and continue to mold even when the clay was being stubborn and it wouldn't do what the potter asked it to do. And so what does Jeremiah learn from this? Look at verse number 5. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, In other words, Jeremiah says, God said to me, spoke to me in that moment. Verse number 6, O house of Israel, cannot I do with, as, with you as this potter? Saith the Lord, Behold, as the, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. And I love what this verse teaches us. This, this clay was messed up. It was impure. There was something wrong with it. It was stubborn. It wouldn't do what the potter asked it to do. And so, you know, what this teaches us is that your failure and my failure is God's opportunity. That thing in our life that we look at as a weakness, we wish it wasn't there, we wish it wasn't a part of our lives, a circumstance maybe that has come into our lives, we don't like it, we wouldn't choose it, maybe it's a sin, maybe it's a, a, a constant mess up on our part, but we look at that and so many times it's so easy for us to think when we fail that it's over. If I have a weakness, God can't use this, but maybe what you and I view as a failure, maybe what you and I view as a weakness, maybe what you and I view as something God can't use is the very thing that God is going to use to mold us into uh, the purpose he has for us, the masterpiece that he sees in you. And, and you and I, we don't even recognize it yet. We, we hate that thing or we, we despise that thing, but that could be the very thing that God is using to mold us and to create us into the masterpiece that he wants us to be. So my, my challenge to you today is to allow the potter to do the work. Right? We just we just have to be the clay. You know, nowhere in the history of art has the piece of art ever looked back at the artist and said, Hey, I want you to make me into this. Right? There's no piece of clay in history that's ever looked back at the potter and says, Hey, make me into a dish. Make me into a, a, a vase. Make me into this. No, it's up to the potter to decide that. The clay, all it has to do is conform. All it has to do is allow the, the artist to do the work. And my, my, my prayer for you is that you would allow the potter to shape you into the masterpiece that he knows that you are. I hope you've enjoyed our time together today. Thank you for joining us for Believing Together. Uh, as always, if you don't have a church home, uh, we would love to invite you to Kerwin Baptist Church. We think that you would uh, love it here. We think that you would find a home here. And so uh, thank you again for listening to our uh, podcast. And God bless. We are thankful that you joined us for this podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the Believing Together daily podcast. And please feel free to contact us through our church website, kerwinbaptistchurch.com, if we could be of further assistance. May God richly bless you today.